Hey there, this is Mitchell Maldonado. I'm a musician, record producer, graphic designer. Right now I work as the media director at Vineyard Boise in Boise, Idaho. In this world where everything has moved almost exclusively online and into a digital realm, I just wanted to have a conversation with other creatives and find out what life looks like for them. It started with a conversation with Ryan Imano. He's a video producer and communications director at the Vineyard in Overland Park, Kansas. And we realized there's a lot more people out there who are navigating through this too. So we just started reaching out to more people. On this episode, we talked to Amber Coram and Melissa Keller from Vineyard Worship. Amber is in charge of social media and digital content creating, and Melissa is the director of events and project management. In addition to working at Vineyard Worship, they are also part of the leadership team at Vineyard Fullerton in Southern California. In this conversation, we talk about some practical tools they're using at Vineyard Worship, as well as talking about the value of helping your church be uniquely itself in this new time. So we started calling this from analog. I say again, I say we, I mean me, and then I dragged Ryan into this. Um, We started calling it analog to digital just because that's kind of the world that we're living in now. We used to be walking in in person to church and now we're logging in and doing it. And a lot of these things have turned from like real life things to digital things right now, at at least for now and, and living in this new world. And so... Today we have Melissa Keller and Amber Corum on today. Uh, so why don't you guys just shortly just kind of intro yourself and what you do and whatever else you might add. I'm Melissa Keller. Hello. Uh, I work for Vineyard Worship. I do events and projects with Vineyard Worship. And I also uh, am on leadership at Vineyard Fullerton in Fullerton, California, and do a lot of things there. And then, yeah, I'm Amber Corum. I work with Melissa um, for Vineyard Worship. I do mostly digital content creating, and um, that also goes with social media management. And then I'm also at Fullerton in California as well. Sweet. So you guys were, for Vineyard Worship, you guys were doing pretty awesome already on content and creating that stuff. So like once everybody got in like stay at home and quarantine mode, how did you guys have to react to that? Like what, what were the talks around that? Cause it's, it's a little different than a church where you don't have like, all right, we don't have service anymore or whatever. So we're creating an online, like what, what were kind of the talks that you guys had about creating content and what, like, how did you guys start navigating that? Well, I would say the first response was very reactive. It was like, Mm -hmm. and it actually came from Casey. It was, we should do this. Like it started with the vineyard worship together daily. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was started on Sunday only. Uh, and then from there it was ideas and it would develop from there. We should do this daily. We should, you know, that sort of thing. And how should this look? And so it's, it was a bit reactive in the beginning, um, as well as, uh, you know, finding out things like, you know, what our church was doing. And then I talked to Adam about that. We think we did the Instagram live and then we, I think the process, I mean, it feels like it's been so long, but I think the process was then we should do a Zoom meeting. I think, I think that was a process. (laughs) I could be wrong. (laughs) And then it was like, we should do these every week, you know? So it's kind of been like that. It's been, we brainstorm Mm -hmm. and go, but like we're in motion while this is all happening. So that's like one component I'd say, but Amber has 
more to say, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think it's just adding more to that. Um, It was very like team effort reactionary. It was like Lisa's on the phone. I was with my dad in the room Mm -hmm. and brainstorming like what kind of resources and how we're supposed to be there for our community. And um, yeah, I think for us, it's been a very fast paced turning thing because um, it kept evolving practically. And that came along with uh, like visual content as well. Like we've started doing like with the every time zone thing. And then practically we switched to this, the one time Mm -hmm. slot. Um, So we've had to work on our toes like every yeah. day, <laughs> especially in those first few weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like crisis management the first couple of weeks, like just yeah. like what is, what is happening? What do we do? Like, but I, I think you guys, you know, responded really, really well. Um, and like Melissa, you mentioned the worship together. Like, can you kind of talk through like how that evolved? Cause then, like you were saying, we started with like one, like just on Sunday and then we developed into kind of more, like just if you guys want to talk through the the evolution of that. Yeah. Again, that was uh, a Casey idea mm-hmm. and Amber fill in gaps, please. Um, uh, where it was, I think, so churches aren't meeting and again, we're in California. So we went into um, uh, shelter in place really quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it was, I think a Thursday and then church was the weekend and it was like a shutdown, you know, kind of thing. So we, we made the, call to shut our church down and not do church kind of the first weekend. And then re- like, I think by Monday, it was only 10 people in a space at one time. So I it evolved very quickly here. Yeah. So with that in mind and our churches in mind, cause we're all in California, including Casey that we are talking about. Um, it was, well, what kind of resource can we, um, give to churches, you know, so let's do worship at 10 AM every time zone. And that way people have something, you know, this weekend when their church kind of maybe went into crisis mode really quickly, mm-hmm. we can offer something and then, Hey, that went really well. Let's do it again the next weekend, every time zone. And then, um, and then as like we were talking through it and thinking through it, it's like, well, we're all now shelter in place and we're all at home. What, what things do we need? Like, what do people need right now? I would want a connection point daily. Like what's something I can go to right now that will center me, give me peace, remind me of truth, truth, you know? And so, well, what, what can we offer? Well, we're vineyard worship. Let's do vineyard worship daily, where we offer something daily to everyone because we're all at home. We all need encouragement right now, you know? And so that was kind of uh, the mindset and how that morphed a little bit. So cool. Yeah. And not only that, like you've been able to resource like smaller churches or just churches that don't have bandwidth to like do something like what you guys are doing that, that they can reshare and do a watch party. I know us here in Kansas city, like we're going, uh, we're doing worship once a week, but like the fact that we get to like come together with vineyard worship every single morning and do a watch party that way, it's been really cool to get our people involved with the bigger movement at large through what you guys are doing. That's so good. And the other, the other thing too, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but because we can, We've the one of the benefits of of this is we get to do this now globally, right? Mm-hmm. So we were watching people from around the world jump in on this vineyard worship together daily, and it it was again as a team we discussed, oh, why don't we get people from around the world to join us? So it's a vineyard worship together global movement. So we've had yeah. someone from Denmark, we've had Canadians, we've had um, uh, yeah, you had Brazil, a, we've I would had, say you had Burgundio on there, yeah. yeah. 
Chile. Yeah. yeah. We've got okay. some upcoming surprises yeah. from other countries. Sam, Sam, Lin, cool. Sam Lin was on there on Sunday, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. The UK. Mm-hmm. But it's it's such a cool resource and in you guys are still like getting like a lot of other churches involved that are, you know, churches that aren't necessarily able to live stream, but they can still lead us in this way. Um, you know, there's been, we've been tapping like, so I, I think in the last week or so, week or two or something like that, we've had like gone from like old school legends to like up and coming worship leaders, like Robbie Ryder was on there. And then like Sarah Imano was on there. Just seeing that combo of different worship leaders, is, I think is really cool. And just kind of opens your eyes to like how many worship leaders are in our movement. Like it's just mm-hmm. incredible mm-hmm. to see how many people are involved in that. Yeah. And I love, I love the range, you know, not everyone would understand kind of the, the range of folks we've had. Cause we've had people who were with the vineyard movement in the eighties yeah. with vineyard movement in the nineties, you know, and, and, and up till now. And so, um, I'm sure there's been a lot of who, who's that, you know, for, for the younger generation, I'm kind of trapped in the middle. I grew up in the vineyard in Southern California. So I feel like a really old person, even though I'm not. So I know all of them, but (laughs) (laughs) because I grew up with it, but I don't know, it's really cool. So for me, it's been really cool to see that, you know, I, I think, um, we had Brian Dirksen lead and that's a a very, like a very well-known name from the past, but again, not everyone would know. But I just sat there and wept, mm, you know, like yeah. just through that entire set. Just it just mm. I don't know. It, it touches different places, I think, for some, you know, where it's like um, it's worship and you are experiencing you know, all kinds of different things. But then there's this piece of home, you know, like yeah. for, for, for me in that moment going, this is like something I grew up with. So it feels really familiar. It feels like home and kind of just open up that kind of space too, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, that's been really special. Trevor, our senior pastor, his wife, Andrea has been watching it like every day. She's been all, all about it. And it's been a really cool resource. We're like, like our church can't necessarily pump out worship daily. You know, like Jesse leads our, we have a a staff worship kind of time on Tuesday mornings. We've opened that up to the public, but we don't really have like, none of us really have the bandwidth to do it every day. And I think tapping into this resource that we have in the movement where like we can call on you know, all the worship leaders that we have and everybody's excited to be a part of it. Like, you know, like Jesse and I led, led one morning and we were like, yeah, this is awesome. This is, this is cool. I think that's the kind of the joy about for us being a part of a bigger movement. We get to like kind of tap each other for, for resources. And it's just like one big family kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really cool. So from a practical standpoint, how, cause I know you guys went through like a few phases of how you're like, doing this, this, this worship daily time, like how can you kind of talk us through like how you guys progressed through that and the kind of challenges you had with all that? I think, yeah, trial and error. We, (laughs) at first we gave a lot of the reins to the leaders and then gradually kind of took it away from them just to like make it all consistent and, um, be more helpful. Cause like they're already giving so much and leading, Mm -hmm. um, taking time out of their day and they like people have families and stuff too. So there's a lot going on. Um, so I think that's the major way that it evolved was just how, um, that content came about. And, um, yeah, also just putting more practical resources, um, such as the slides we just added, like last week, this week, Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I think production value, it changed. Mm -hmm. And then also, um, management, I guess, of the content, if you have a better way to explain that, Melissa. Um, so yeah. And then there's some more practical, like things that go on in that if you want to tap in yeah do you guys want to know like the, the nitty-gritty yeah like you because this is a media <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah absolutely we started with just facebook live it was here's facebook live here's the login amber would provide all that to everybody and you kind of did it yourself but we found ourselves like casey and amber and i sitting there are they gonna are we be okay? Yeah. Are you all right? Yeah. Do you need anything? Are you okay? And like yeah, you're kind of baby Sunday morning. Yeah, you're kind of babysitting it the whole time. Kind of yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And it was like I call it troll hunting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It was so stressful. There was moments where we would just all be sitting there like, are they gonna be all right? You know. Yeah. And then we we're researching options, like how can we get this to it was quickly, like this was very fast. Mm -hmm. Like, how can mm -hmm. we get this to more platforms? Like, how can we get this to Instagram? Like, how can we make this go across all our platforms all at once? Which I I just figured out in my research, you guys might know more now, but at the time I could only find like a few of them and it was always to everything but Instagram. Yeah. It was Instagram's kind of its own thing. Mm -hmm. And so uh once we figured that out and then we found Restream. Um, if and I think Mitchell, you used you trialed yeah. tried it out for us yeah. first. Yeah, we were the guinea pigs. <laughs> you were the guinea pigs. Can you let us know how this works? Because with Restream, you can do live videos from Restream, and it goes to both YouTube and Facebook and a bunch of other options, not including Instagram. Yeah. Um, and so we tried that, and again, giving people login, letting them do it themselves. Um, but then realized that Restream will launch live videos for you, but they're, you just schedule them. You schedule them to go live. Yeah. So we moved to, Hey, would you film yourself and gave a lot of parameters? You know, would you film, film yourself leading worship, um, in front of your phone, record it for us, uh, make it live, you know, don't edit it down, be real, be you, um, all that kind of stuff. And then they would send us the video and then we, we, we schedule it all out through Restream and then through Instagram uh, TV as well. And then it all goes out the same day, same video to all places. That's what we've found that works for us right now. So for Instagram, like even just for me knowing, wanting to know, like, are you, is, do you schedule it in the Instagram app or is that taking care of like an external app or how are you guys doing that? So for Instagram TV, you have to do it through the desktop with these big of files mm -hmm. and it's still, there is still a limit. Um, but yeah, you do it through the desktop version of Instagram okay. and then you can, um, just upload your file right there. The, the parameters are okay. on there. Um, we haven't gone into vertical video just cause I think that would cause more, um, difficulties from getting our content to like do sure. that, but who knows in the future. But, uh, and then, yeah, you just create a cover, and that's what we've been doing. And you can save them as drafts. So that's how I've been doing it. It's just, that's where I have them all uploaded. And then I just um, post it on the day. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to have to try to think like through all the, the mediums. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's like, for sure. Restream seems like it's a cool source to help with that, to not have to like repeat the process a million times over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely is helpful. Yeah, it's been great. And one like little nuanced thing I think we learned early too is there's like a, a preview option for your video in Instagram mm. so that when you when people are just scrolling, it just shows up and like shows, hey, here, here's people. And oh, yeah. like I think a lot of people go, oh, there's a 
it just like automatically shows up in their feed and oh, there's musicians. Hmm. Let me listen, yeah. you know, and yeah. <laughs> hopefully they, yeah. they stop and listen. Yeah. Yeah. We found that taking off like the initial countdown and bumpers for Instagram was a lot um, better for those views because people didn't want to sit on a post necessarily as long as they're going to sit for a Facebook or YouTube stream. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then the posting up op- the preview option puts it in your feed as well. That's cool. So it's just a little, it's really box. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. It's, it's really cool to hear you guys talk about how, um, you guys have been adapting as you've needed to, but even now where you feel like you're at a sweet spot, you're still finding new, cool, creative ways to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like, which is really cool that you guys have the space to do that. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. It, it, I think next, maybe a TikTok dance off, maybe. I, <laughs> I think that's in the works. Uh, maybe Started Casey. with uh, Kung Fu Casey. Yeah. <laughs> I told him to get one yesterday. So. <laughs> Trial. See, Amber is taught teaching us all things. She taught me the Instagram live split. Yeah. <laughs> we tested that. <laughs> and, We're uh, all learning together. We are. Mm-hmm. I think the team aspect helps too. Yeah, yes. for sure. Like, I think that's the kicker is like everybody's kind of learning this as we go i think that's the the thing especially for like the older generation is like this is something we've never walked through we you know and some of these new tools like even for ryan and i and probably even amber where we're used to like using all like our job is to use technology there's still new stuff that we're figuring out and figuring out just maybe even how to use it better and that's the interesting thing even just talking and having these conversations with different churches is seeing what serves each church better, you know, even with like, with talking with Matt and James, like seeing what works with their congregation might not necessarily fit with ours. And it's not even just a size thing. It's just the vision for the church and what you guys are trying to accomplish and everything. And so trying to, trying to flex these, you know, these tools that we have in technology to, to use them to, to accomplish the goals of our churches, I think is an, is an interesting thing to, kind of figure out I, I don't know about you but I feel like I'm just fumbling through it like <laughs> we always yeah <laughs> that's always how I feel <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we have staff meetings and they're like Mitchell how does this go I'm like I don't know <laughs> you figure let's it out. google it together yeah <laughs> right <laughs> trying to look at this like use our MailChimp to actually you know use it for its intended purpose and <laughs> trying to look at like different rates and I'm like I don't quite understand this but Oh, the MailChimp fun. I think I spent three or four hours on MailChimp on Friday and kept sending things to Amber. Amber, how's it? What about this? <laughs> we know your struggles. The MailChimp right. struggles. We do. Yeah, because is that what you guys use for your email distribution? I know you do like notes from the field and then like just general updates or how often do you guys use your, your email updates? Uh, we were trying for weekly and that ebbs and flows just depending because we're all a little crazy, but especially now with our weekly webinars and things, we're back in that. So, uh, so cool. At least once a week doing that, like, Hey, on so Monday, cool. sign up for this next webinar. And so, yeah. um, we're back to weekly right now, yeah. <laughs> which is good. That's good. So yeah. since you mentioned it, talk about these, these webinars, what have you guys been, been doing on these? Yeah. So we, we've brainstormed again, it's kind of a in mo in process, yeah, just kind of what are the things that churches need right now? You yeah. know, what are what are we in need of? What do people need to talk about? What can, how can we help people learn and grow, you know? And so um, being the resource, like Amber mentioned. So 
First was using Zoom for your church um, and how you use it for your church gathering some some ideas. You know, it's they're really kind of think tanks, I would think right now, like discussions and idea generators. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's the goal. But I think we're going to you're going to see us leaning more into some more practical and training and teaching things. Um, I think it'll become a VSO Vineyard School of Worship stream more so, I think, uh, in the coming weeks. Um, we've had a webinar with Les this gentleman named Lester Ruth, who yeah. is a vineyard historian. And so he he did a webinar with us and there was lots of lots of interesting facts in there about vineyard back in the day, how it began. But then, you know, different ways, like things the church, the big C church has been through compared to what we're going through now, that sort of thing. And um, this week we're going to have a team uh, talking about how to pastor your church virtually. Mm. Um, so what does that look like? Right. Like how, how are we pastoring people across zoom and things like that? You know, it's just a very different yeah. kind of world we're living in. And I think we're going to have a vocal one, uh, the following week, how maintain vocal health. And so, yeah, it'll be kind of just, it's a resource, just a training resource for people, uh, for right now, like kind of thinking in the broader sense of who we serve. We serve the vineyard movement, right? Mm -hmm. Vineyard USA. We serve uh, worship leaders. So kind of just thinking down those kind of two tracks, like how can we resource uh, folks? So that's what we're doing. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's real good. I mean, I've, I'm sure like some of the same information, like the practical things that you could find them somewhere else, like on YouTube or whatever. But for me, I, I feel like it feels a little more personable that we're getting it from vineyard worship or like, I see Mike, you know, get this light and get this like, like, I think I'll pay attention more to Mike than I, than I will like some random guy on YouTube or whatever. It's really cool. Just being that, that really good resource for everybody. Um, and especially like all the small churches that just got thrust into this digital world. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's probably a, a, I mean, our movement's full of a lot of smaller churches. And so if you think about any church that's like a hundred people or so, especially if they're an old, older congregation, they're functioning like normal week in and week out, you know, you know, handling lyrics and stuff like that and doing all that just fine. But then you get thrown in this and you can't meet in person. You have to figure out how to deliver your content. I'm, you know, there are some people that are lost. And so mm -hmm. I think the cool thing is just sharing information and everybody learning alongside and kind of learning how to do this all together. And I think, uh, I think it was Johnny that we were talking to earlier was saying like, I can't remember how we phrased it, Ryan, but it was like more like just serve like what your church needs. Like, don't look at something else as like a measuring stick for it. Yeah. What, what, what is God doing in your context and how can you and your gifts yeah. support, uh, what God's doing and invite other people to do the things that you can't do. I would totally agree with that. Be authentic, be who you are and be what your people need you to be. You guys are a musical church that do really fun things. Like, what did you guys just do this past weekend? Like, that's oh, you mean now so we're talking fit. Vineyard Fullerton. Yeah, yeah. Vineyard Fullerton. Yeah. 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 You guys have been Switching doing, gears. yeah, you've been doing church on Zoom, but then like we you have. guys had some new experiments in the last, like Easter and in this last weekend. Yeah. So we, we started Zoom church very quickly. Um, 
was something I was really familiar with. So we jumped right in and we have Zoom church, but we have a separate Zoom kids meeting, which Amber is on oh, every really? week with us. That's cool. Uh -huh. Super fun. Zoom church. That's awesome. Super fun. And the Zoom kids church. So they have worship and then they have a story and then they talk. And like last week, Amber had a little... <laughs> Trolls dance party with them. Yeah. <laughs> Super awesome. fun. That's awesome. It was so fun. The girls got out their little microphones and Amber would play the music. They dressed and they up. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. So fun. My kids were so happy and she taught them virtual backgrounds. Like yes. legit. So fun. So we've got, we've had that going uh, for several weeks now. Um, we do a Tuesday night group on Zoom and it's everybody, not a small group. It's community group. So it's everybody. Uh, and then we, we've done a, a lot of other little things, but what you guys were asking was yeah. about what our latest experiment was, which was, okay, so we're a very musical um, church, lots of musicians in our church. And something we've done for several years is, is a night of music and Essentially, they're themed music nights like 70s or 80s or 90s or Tom Petty or Beatles and that sort of thing. And we've done these out in our city. And so it's something that because we've got lots of musicians, we we take over a restaurant and we get it scheduled in advance and we take it over and invite a bunch of people. But this is a great place to invite your friends, all that sort of stuff. So we've had this going for a long time. So uh, we were supposed to have one this last Friday night. Yeah. Right. And couldn't do that. We're all shelter in place. So I thought, why don't we just try it on Zoom? See what happens, yeah. right? What's the worst that can happen? It's terrible. Who cares? We can still have fun. Yeah. Right? Musicians will play anywhere. Yeah. Like just yeah. at least we'll have the musicians that will play. They'll show up. Right. So. Yeah. So we did it. It was so much fun. So Mitchell got a little uh, secret invitation to that. Because I invited myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's she, she I did tell it. you about it though. Yeah, you mentioned it. You. And I was like, I want to see this. This is happening. <laughs> it was so much fun. So what it looked like was um I told everyone they had they had one song because we have a lot of people who are capable. So it ended up being an hour and a half hour 45 minutes, I think. And that's mm -hmm. with us like we're moving through it, right? And so everyone kind of sang one song from different households. So we had a schedule, we had a plan, like everyone, like they had to submit songs to me in advance and I made the schedule and sent it out to them so they knew who they were following. And then I just helped guide and direct the meeting or the the, the night, mm -hmm. right? A host, you gotta have a host, very yeah. important. <laughs> have a, a schedule and a plan. And we would say, okay, who's up, you know, this so-and-so's up next, all right? And one, one of the funnest parts, I think, and uh, you saw this, Mitchell, was so with Zoom, like everyone's on mute, right? Because otherwise it gets real noisy. And like when you're leading worship on Zoom, you don't get any feedback. Like when you're doing church or music mm -hmm. or whatever, you're like, you just feel like you're alone and really vulnerable. And and I don't know if anyone liked me, right? Yeah. So that being said, and we knew that was going to happen, we said, okay, right, we're going to introduce you and everybody, you unmute yourself and you cheer as loud as you can, go crazy. And then as soon as they're done with their song, you unmute yourself and you go crazy, right? So we want like that person to feel supported and loved. And in that moment, like we're going to celebrate you because you just put yourself out there and you might be home alone by yourself. And this might be like the highlight of your week, you know? And so... We would do that. We would, the person would sing and then we would unmute and we'd go, yeah, and scream and cheer and, and, uh, had people watching from, I mean, it, it was all kinds of people that showed up and we're going to do another one, but anyway. Especially for you guys where this is a, a normal 
kind of thing that you would be doing. It's not a brand new adventure. It's like, we're just changing the venue of how you're doing it. So people were into it, man. Wade was getting it too. Like I, was, <laughs> I would just watch him and he's just shaking his tambourine or doing, like doing something, man. It was, it was really awesome to watch and, and like just super supportive of everybody. I mean, you had everybody who was like, some people had professional microphones. Some people had a laptop set up or whatever. Like it just, it was really cool. We have monthly worship nights. And if we can't have larger gatherings, we're thinking like, how do we do that? How does that, how does that work? And so we were thinking about doing something like that, where we could do, you could have multiple worship leaders kind of from all over the place. And so, but you guys kind of did that for Easter, didn't you? Yeah. So Easter is what inspired what we did this weekend, because one of, again, you know, just reminding everyone of that, what we talked about being authentic, being who you are in your community. So one thing that we are is on Easter, we try to get as many musicians as possible on the stage participating in that Easter service as we can, because we have we have so many. Mm -hmm. So we don't really want to leave a bunch of people out. So we've I mean, we've changed out drummers like three drummers, you know, like throughout our Easter service and things like that. We've got little mini choir. We've just got everyone participating. So that's what our Easter's normally look like. And we do it out in this beautiful museum outdoors on this big stage. Right. So, um, we thought, why don't we try something on Easter? Like let's make our attempt since we're on zoom to at least share like we would like with some, like let's at least, cause normally it's one person doing zoom worship, you know, every week, but like, let, why don't we just try it? Take a risk, you know? And so I planned out kind of who would do what. And again, you have, you have that side of things. You have to remember that there's an organized organizational component to all things that helps. But, um, we had one person like do a song each. So it'd be different households. We had five songs in five different households. So it was, and we just blend it. So they would end a song and then I'd unmute the next person and they would just start. And there was no like, okay, you, you know, it just flowed like worship should like where we're just creating an atmosphere, you know, and allowing people to enter into it. And it was by the third song, seeing that third household that it moved me, you know, to, like to see our people and to mm-hmm. celebrate who we are. That then in the middle of that third song, I thought, what if we did this for, for our music night? We can do this. And then that all morphed. But yeah, that's how we did our Easter service. And it was really special. I, I tell you, I cried just hearing the different voices and people participating. And um, so I highly recommend it. It's totally doable. And it, I, I thought it was such a gift you know mm-hmm. yeah that's so cool especially with it gives you gives you that sense that you're still all together in the same room worshiping together mm-hmm. yeah that's lovely yeah and, yeah and kind of more that interactive and like engaging kind of thing now that we're a few weeks into this like a lot of people have figured out the the technical side of everything but now we're figuring out how do we keep people engaged how how do we people have like a two-way street and have a conversation with people and instead of just a church pumping out content because I mean, really like almost every church is doing that now. So how do we make people feel part of, you know, our church, like Mm -hmm. actually having that community within each other. And I think that's like the thing everybody's kind of figuring out together because I think it it looks different for every church too. It does. And, and like I said, just being who you are. So we're like, what are the gifts that are within your community? You know, mm-hmm. so we've got musicians, not everyone has as many as we do, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, you know, Amber's an artist and we've got artists in ours. We've got, uh, 
we've got a girl named Riley in our church who is a fitness trainer. So I said, Hey, why don't you do a workout class on zoom for our people? She's like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know? So we've had a workout class. We've had, we just had a knitting class. We've got, um, hopefully a kid's art class coming up or graphics, you know, something like that. (laughs) But, but just thinking of like the different things you have in a community, like what do we have? Yeah. Uh, Do we have someone who can do a, cooking class with people and you just open it up and invite them in. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm all for that part of it too. Like giving human connection, you know, Mm -hmm. but using the gifts within your community, you know, to bless one another. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Did you guys have to do like for at least for your community, did you have to do like any training or anything? We did initially. Yeah. We did a pre, a quick pre with, I mean, I think within the first week we did it with our kind of like a little core team for our community group. Cause we were just going to do maybe zoom for the community group. But then when we did the training with them, uh, we thought, let's just do this for Saturday, you know? And so like, we need it, we need it. And so we kind of, I kind of started with a small core team and, and then I've just, I think people are learned, they've all learned now, you know, like the different com- people are learning and, you know, we're all having to do it. You know, Amber's got school, all her classes are virtual. So she's learning it, but like anyone who wants to connect at at any different level, everyone's getting familiar with this now. Mm -hmm. So I think now is really easy, like for zoom, I would say. Yeah. Um, but there was an initial training, but now I think just the world we live in has trained almost everyone (laughs) at this time, you know, seriously. (laughs) Yeah. You're having to dive into it. Yeah. Yeah. But there's still lots of little fun things to learn about it. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Amber, I'm interested in this, in this kids service that you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Well, our church is really lucky that all of our kids, like we're really small Mm -hmm. at the kids ministry and they're all really close. Like, even though there's a lot of ages, they all know each other very well. And, um, so they're all used to like being together in general. So we're really lucky for this situation. Cause we can kind of just do the one thing mm-hmm. we do do a separate thing for like the really little kids who can't really participate in a zoom meeting. We just have a little video sure. that they can just watch and see our faces and us like say their name so they can just keep that connection. Mm, that's um, but so it's mostly, uh, yeah, all the kids just get on. They like to just see everyone. They like to see us. Um, it's kind of, it is crazy every time. <laughs> I don't think that's avoidable, Yeah. but, um, yeah, for, we do a similar thing. Cause, uh, Lisa's great at that administration organization. So she's, uh, her and her family do the little family worship. Her kids get in there. Kate on percussion always. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, and then there's, um, another family that takes turns. They kind of trade off doing worship with their kids and it's really sweet. And, um, the kids just all get involved in that in their own way. And I think they, I've noticed even just this past weekend that they're actually like participating more. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like in the mm-hmm. beginning, they just watch, Sure. but this time they actually were singing and like dancing in their own way. And some of them that are kind of reserved in a group setting have actually found like more <gasps> of a place now. Cause they're in their home and their comfort zone, mm-hmm. but they can still participate. So yeah, that has also evolved too. But so we do that practically. We just all get on there and be crazy for a while. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) And check in, ask them how their weeks have gone. They tell us what they've eaten that day, you know, things (laughs) like that. And then we all do worship together and everyone's on mute except for the worship leader family. Mm -hmm. And then we do every, we check back in and then we do a story 
just a practical Bible story with a book, like very old school, yeah. nothing fancy. Belt boards. And then, yeah, <laughs> just like showing it. We do kind of like the, I forget what it's called, Lisa, where it's just the one person is viewed. Oh, spotlight. spotlight. Yeah, spotlight. Yeah. yeah, we spotlight mm-hmm. the teacher. Mm-hmm. And um, then we do a little like interaction session after where they like raise their hands and stuff. Not with that little raise your hand button <laughs> that they have to use in school, but like actually raising their hand. Um, so I think it really works for us and our kids ministry. And that's practically how we do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then paired with that, um, our teacher who does it, her name's Holly. She does a great job. Uh, she writes it all up in a little lesson and they have like that take home aspect as well. And I think it's really cool because the parents are usually there so they can kind of get that more family involvement as well. That sometimes gets disconnected from when they leave from their class. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's been really special. I think the kids are bonding even more Yeah. since mm-hmm. they don't have to be in their separate classes as well. Cause they do really like each other. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. So, yeah. 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 That's, that's cool. I'm glad you guys like were intentional about that. Cause I, I mean, if, if I'm completely honest, like I just forgot about it. Like, <laughs> I, I'm just like, okay. all right, take care of Sundays. Like, <laughs> and then we're not. Well, help some Lisa as kids. Yeah. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> least, what about my kids? Yeah. At least somebody's yeah. thinking about it. It's <laughs> such a fun idea. Well, and I would say you guys, you, I know you have larger churches um, with the whole, well, there's a couple ways you can go about it. Cause I have ideas thinking like through just your classes, your individual, like, Hey, we're going to have a, age group class, like mm-hmm. your K through blah, whatever that number needs to look like to maybe hold it closer to 15 kids or 20 kids or something like that. And that, and then it, it, like she's like Amber said, uh, the families, they sit behind the screen together generally, you know, so having maybe like the smaller groups divided up and they have their own little service, you know, but giving mm-hmm. them yeah. some way to see, see one another, you know, like if, if our classes and our schools, our public schools can do it with 30 kids, you know, that's what our, that's what my schools are doing. And that's what made me think like, oh, my one teacher is doing this with all her little students and they're okay. Like we'll be okay. Yeah. Right. So I think larger churches that have more kids could totally do this too. Mm-hmm. It just, maybe you separate them out. You don't put them all in one like we do. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. I, I edited in little Easter eggs in our Easter service during the sermon that we invited the kids to like spot in the background. (laughs) That's That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. (laughs) But that dance party thing like gives me such a cool idea because, um, so like for all of our kids events, I usually like, we'll do like, I'll DJ a dance party for the kids. And so, so now I'm just like, Oh man, now we could do like some type of like, dance party for the kids through through zoom yeah, yeah. be really fun i had a, I had a parent message me this past week because their kids were just watching the stream and i was doing the announcements and they're like is that guy a dj or something like that? <laughs> just because they know they know me as like dj watermelon that. <laughs> but, so good. oh my gosh yeah Gotta but that's so that cool account. that you guys are doing that <laughs> my my son actually had a dj I, he didn't want to go because he's like i'm not the best dancer mom but he had a DJ dance party on Zoom with his class, like anyone who it was a reward for whoever finished all their work last week. So okay. they had that th- with their class. So I'm like, you totally do that. They, yeah, they loved it. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Get the glow sticks. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone, um, awesome. Wade and Lori sent me. So Wade and Lori are our pastors at Vineyard Fullerton. And Wade sent me a glow party, a Zoom glow party, like where you dress up, you get to 
do your own glow sticks or whatever and kind of make your own, create your own whatever. And then you all do it in the dark, like do oh, dance nice. moves and stuff. I'm yeah. like, ooh, that's fun and creative. So there's all kinds of stuff if you kind of just let your mind go down that route, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's creative. Cool. I think getting creative is going to be like a key thing, especially when things start kind of transitioning back to normal. Mm -hmm. There's some stuff we're going to be able to do and some stuff we're not going to be able to do. And so how do we still, you know, also provide great biblical teaching and content and worship and everything like that. But like sometimes you just need to do something to be, you know, connected with your community, you know. Mm -hmm. So we're planning on trying out to do a, a Zoom lobby meet and greet 30 minutes before each service. Just open it up for anybody to just jump in and, and say hi. Like um, any any tips or ideas come to your mind with that? Like like what what are some key things? Like I know you're, you're big on like you need to have a host, like make sure everyone's like muted and stuff like that. But really, we just want to give people space like what you're saying, like just to say hi and see people's faces. Mm -hmm. um, but we also know that it can get very clunky and like people wanting to like maybe talk over people. And and really we're trying not to like have people, people like talk too much, but really just like to be able to just see, see each other. But like, what are, what are some tips that you have for people trying to use zoom or, or for us, like trying to get like 30 plus people mm -hmm on a on a zoom well i would say it does get chaotic and a little hectic i would i think i'm trying to wrap my brain around the i love the lobby idea i'm just trying to think um if you i mean the good thing is okay thinking out loud here is that because i think our world has been trained on zoom now that you're going to have a lot of people who just get it you mm -hmm. know like i'm gonna say i'm mute unless i go unmute Hi, Georgia. How are you? Oh, I see the baby or whatever. You know, you've got that. And then they mute themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like our pre while everyone's kind of getting on and then leaving our services and such, uh, they'll do that. They mute, unmute. Hi, how are you? Or they chat, you know. Um, mm -hmm. So I think in general, you're probably fine. I, I think that uh, but just having someone like, hey, everyone, welcome, you know, just that sort of face and probably your pastoral faces, you know, people that they're familiar with. Right. Hey guys, yeah. welcome. We're so glad you're here. Go ahead and you can chat in the chat or you can write to each other like little, you know, privately, just kind of giving them maybe the the overview of like setting the expectation. Yeah. You know, here's what we yeah, can do. Yeah. This is what this is about. And and uh, we just want you to connect and say hi, you know, that sort of thing. But just like that warm inviting person, I think is really important. Otherwise mm -hmm. it can get like become a really uncomfortable spot real quick. Like, hi, how yeah. <laughs> I'm staring at my screen, but I see myself and yeah. this is awkward, but then there's a lot of people that I don't know here. And, you know, so I think maybe even having a lot of your really familiar faces there to begin it, mm -hmm. that could be a really right. good warm yeah. up. Like, Oh, Hey, so and calling out people. I'll do that. Like, Hey, how are you? So and so. Oh, welcome. You haven't been here before. You know, like that kind of thing, I think would be helpful. Yeah, that's but good. Helping that's set good. the tone, yeah. you know, and having a moderator yeah. who can, if it's someone's really noisy and it's taking over you, I'm, I'm just not afraid to mute people, you yeah. know, like, yeah. yeah, sorry, you know, mute. And you can say a little note to them 
Hey, by the way, you know, if you'd like, mm -hmm. it was just really noisy in your background, just letting you know, you know, so, yeah. but you can unmute when you want to say something and, you know, just helping people out. I think being helpful, being warm, oh, no. inviting oh, is no. good. No. I know. <laughs> I got it though. So yeah, you need a moderator, you need a host and you need uh, pastoral presence yeah. for sure. Just helping people feel communicated. Yeah. Do we actually did something similar to that? Um, it wasn't like pre-service. It was just we offered it to our church where it was like, pa like zoom with the pastors. Like we just want to say hi to you guys. Like whoever, for those people that really wanted that connection and wanted to pop in and say hi, that, that was a huge value for them. Like it, not everybody wanted to do that, which I recognize, but so you can't really measure the success on how many people were there. But for the people that were there, it was really good nice little point of connection for the people that really needed it. The people that really needed to see the other people and have more of that conversation rather than just seeing us on the service. Yeah. yeah I feel like there's somewhat of a, like you can do stuff really well over uh, with technology, but there's also right now like grace for not doing it well and just getting something and just having something for people. Like even, for sure. like even which has helped, I think with everybody's changing and evolving and yeah. So yeah, I think, yeah, it's been a good time to learn. Yeah. I feel like before, like if you were going to create online content or create some kind of live stream, there was, you don't want to do it unless you can do it really well. And now mm -hmm. there's like a little bit of a buffer where you can have like, it doesn't matter if your audio is like not that great. You know, we, we still want to hear from you. Like we still want to see this and it's like something's better than nothing kind of like yeah. the way we did our kids service. Like they just shot it on iPhones and it was, it was great. Like I just had to do a little trick to boost the audio level. But I think the youth, the kids pastor's son like edited it in iMovie or something like that. And I was like, dude, this is great. Like, this is perfect. iMovie's great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do, do, like do not be ashamed of this. This is, this is, and it was like, it's kind of that, that same thought where I was thinking like, well, it's, this is great. Even though it's no like, feature you know there's nothing fancy about it but it's something and having something for our kids is better than nothing mm -hmm. yeah i have a question which we should have just probably started with was <laughs> you know we're, we're five weeks whatever six how many weeks you guys are in this um <laughs> like eight you know <laughs> but i just wanted to ask like really like how are you guys doing especially yeah. when like media people right now are high on demand yeah. and so everything funnels through us how how are you guys doing and like are there you know are there ways that you are feeding your soul right now that is different than before and is like some things you can share for other people that are struggling with that right now mm. yeah definitely things have picked up like crazy um i would say it honestly has tripled for me mm -hmm. Um, so I think something that I've been doing, it's really simple. I just, I work with people, whether that's on zoom or FaceTime, um, just kind of breaking my day up like that is helpful instead of just me in the screen for hours. Um, that's really small, but that's honestly what's been helping me. Yeah. I would say the same, like our, our workload <laughs> <laughs> has greatly increased mm -hmm. and it's it's like a lot of little extra things so it's a lot of maintaining mm -hmm. lots of little things and i'm sure you guys relate in all the different areas now like you're helping all the people with all the different things right because mm -hmm. amber and i have been the ones that work all of our social media and all of our 
um, online presence, right? Like, yeah. so then there's lots of content being created and now it's got a funnel through the two of us. So lots going on, lots, lots managing lots of things. And then for me, you know, I work from home. I always have not mm-hmm. always, but more recently have. And now my husband works from home and my two kids, which is why my internet was probably unstable for a while because they are <laughs> on screens in the back room so that we could do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all here in our tiny little California house, uh, <laughs> sheltered in place. So, and I'm schooling, educating my kids now, you know, so it's, it's a whole lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I've been trying to, like I hit a, a wall last week, you know, with all, all that's going on. And I'm sure you guys feel the same where you've, you've picked up all the extra task, but now where, where can you just sit and be present? Right. Well, you know, for us, our zoom meetings and such, well, I make, we're running them, right. You guys are running your church meetings. So mm-hmm. you're not going to sit in your church meeting and, and receive, right. So you've got to, yeah. you have to find those other places. And so finding new rhythms, like what does that look like in your new life that you're living right now? Like what, what rhythms do you need to, to go on a walk, to have a quiet moment, to make sure you're eating well, you know, you're taking care of yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. and like I used to go to drop my kids off at school in the morning and I go on a walk and I listen to my prayer app. And that was kind Mm -hmm. of my routine. Well, I can't do that anymore. And so where am I doing that? And, um, so I've just had to kind of find a new place for that. Like, what does it look like now? What does my work day look like? What does my schedule look like? Where can I put these things? Um, and then also what I realized this weekend is, um, like we were like initially with vineyard worship together daily. It was like, let's do it every day. And I think both Amber and I were like, we need a day off. <laughs> Please, yeah, we need yeah. a day off. It's a great idea in theory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So we all need a day off. We all need a Sabbath. Like we just do, you know, yes. and I haven't really had that, but yesterday I did. It was like, nope, I'm going to do nothing except clean my house and sit outside. And, yeah. and it was really restorative. So just like Sabbath is important. Rest is important. And, um, making time for the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. in prayer and scripture and whatever that like looks like for you, you know, but you've got to do that. Yeah. 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 I think we're human. Yeah. We're not superhuman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sabbath is a huge thing. And, if you're always pouring out, like what, what time are you taking to actually get like poured back into? Yeah. Burnout is real. Yeah. Yeah. And accountability, like it's such a weird thing to say, but I like need a, an accountability person to tell me like, Hey, yeah. you're working too much. And it's been such a blessing to have my sister. She's been, she's been hanging out with me during this whole quarantine thing. You know, <laughs> she, she's really good at telling me like, dude, you're like working a little too much. Yeah. Like just, just breathe. Yeah. And like when I tell her, like, I'm not working right now. She's like, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think somebody like calling that out for us. Like my wife is real, especially cause she's like seven months pregnant right now. So she's pretty, pretty good at just telling me like, no, you need to take time off and just hang out. I mean, it's, it's kind of the nature of the beast. I feel like most like communications and media people are already like going a million miles an hour without coronavirus screwing everything up our work has amped up. And so we have to just keep that 
keep that space still Mm -hmm. because nothing else is slowing down. Well, and you think Mm -hmm. about it too, like all of us, like our whole world is now in our one space, our one home, our work, our, our church, our friend, like everything is in one space. So then there's no separation. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think having just an awareness to be like, okay, I need to actually like for me yesterday. And I told Amber this, I'm like, Amber, I'm sorry. I'm shutting my computer and I cannot look at it today. Like, I just can't, I'm so sorry. Like, but, but all of us are doing that. Right. So you guys are the same. So you've got the people you're working with, you know, they, whether they're also schooling their kids and then their, their schedules are kind of all flipped. So all of us have flipped upside down schedules. So you're probably getting content and things at all kinds of hours of the day. Right. And then, okay, I've got to do this, but that can like, that can be all hours of the day, every single day, a week. Right. Which is what we experience. And you have to just go, okay, at least, at least half, at least some moment, or maybe it's some moment every day where it's like, shut off the electronics, the computer, the phone, and just put it away and breathe, you know, just breathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause it's coming at us constantly every day. Yeah. And I just, I, I want to tell all three of you this, that work it, it will keep coming, but like all three of you are very creative, like make space for that. Like that part will also feed your soul, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like mm-hmm. for all three of you, like make space and time for that. And whoever's listening, you know, whatever yeah. that looks like for you making. So we say, take care of yourself. We'll find a moment to be creative and try something new or create something like that is really filling as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that will bring you a lot of life. Don't lose that in the midst of this. Yeah, that's really good. So good. Any, any like resources you want to shout out? Yeah. What's some of the stuff you guys are using? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, for those that want to, what we've tried to do on the Vineyard Worship site is add all the things we've talked about in the webinars. We, we have them as under events online, right? Mm-hmm. So those you'll find there. We also have them on our Facebook page. We take all of that content once it's done and recorded and whatever else, and we put it under resources. So at kind of at the bottom of that online page, you'll find resources and all the things we mentioned earlier about the different webinars and the like Mike's videos, his training videos and Mm -hmm. things that you can use for your church, like just how to make my audio better and all that kind of stuff. We've put it under a resource page under the Vineyard Worship site. So vineyardworship.com slash resources. Um, so we're trying to build that up right there. Just like a good, quick resource for churches, you know, it's good. Good. We're going to keep coming up with good. more. And yeah. again, Amber's going to uh, teach yes. us TikTok. and yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I just, I just want to say thank you to both of yeah. you for the way that you guys are leading mm-hmm. and giving people, you know, things through vineyard worship. It's, it's really cool to see. So we appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're having a lot of fun. Yeah. Good. We are.